Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Week in Horror After Dark, our 20th After Dark session. And thank you all so much for listening. Joining us tonight is the entire cast from the award-winning short Nail Gun, which recently took Best Film at the Rack Focus Film Festival in Dallas, Texas. I want to welcome everybody here. Uh, Gabriel, Art, Dylan, and Katarina are joining Ooh. us. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hi. What's up, hello. guys? <clears throat> Sorry, Excellent. Fantastic. And with me, as always, Johnny O and Eugene. Eugene will answer in half an hour, but I'll say hello. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? There it is. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. All right. So the After Dark Sessions uh, is when we just basically sit down with our industry guests and get to know them a little bit more and uh, talk about some stuff a little bit more personal to them about y'all's careers. So I want to start first and foremost with uh, Katarina. So first film, this is the first film that you worked on. You worked on Nailgun and your first big foray into acting in and of itself. So, yo, your pro, yo, how this journey of yours, you're really, you're, I mean, for a lot of us, we, we've been involved in a long time, but this is your first, your first big steps. Yeah. You know, what yeah. led to this? What led to this? What, uh, what inspired you to start on this? It's sometimes often difficult journey, but one that's a blast. Um, I, I, I gosh, where do I start? I guess I, I've always wanted to get into like voice acting. And so uh, when I was back in Minnesota, I would, uh, I did my research and like the big three places for voice acting were LA, New York, and Texas. Well, I wasn't really interested in the stuff New York had, which was mostly like commercials and stuff. So I was like, LA is going to be like impossible. It's going to be like, well, not impossible, but way too expensive and, you know, just stuff like that. So I think let's give Texas a shot. You know, it's lesser three evils. So um, I moved down here, actually. Uh, this is my second time down here. I don't know if I elaborate on that. Probably not. I don't really talk about the first time that much because it, it was a total bust. I was, I was totally just full of myself. I was like, oh, acting is easy. I'm going to nail everything. I'm not going to fail anything. You know, just boom, 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 boom. It's going to be a breeze. I was on top of the world and I just got my butt handed to me. Um, COVID, ha- this is, I moved here 2018, 2019, COVID happened. I pretty much took advantage of it. I feel kind of bad because, you know, I, I went back up to Minnesota and where it was, it was pretty quiet up there for the most part. I, I heard it was pretty crazy down here at times. And I just rebuilt my my life. And then I moved back down here just in April and, uh, you know, got my life back together, moved down here in April. I see um, Eugene's casting call on Facebook. Apparently it was the second one. So, um I just took a shot in the dark. I did it and he contacts me back and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity, but I'm also like so nervous for the future. Cause I'm like, like, well, crap, like, where do I go from here? I mean, I, I need to take advantage of this. Like right now I can't like, you know, just set this on the back burn. I, I don't know. It's just, I'm so I'm excited and yet nervous for the future, I guess. 
Awesome, awesome. And uh, Dylan, so yeah, interesting journey that uh, that you've started as well. And what kick what kicked this whole thing off for you? I mean, just you know, obviously to this point right here. But man, where did you start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I I started off acting in Wisconsin, you know, from high school, and I like I le- I learned right away that I was the wanting to be an actor. It's kind of been my thing ever since I was young. And my high school theater director was like, you should check out Chicago. There's some good training there. And there's, you know, it's a big industry. And, and by that time it was very much just a theater background, which is great because for me, theater has been able to hone my acting skills specifically for films and everything. And you learn that having an acting theater background helps you in a lot of ways. And, uh, I did. I, I graduated in three years, Columbia College, Chicago. I worked my ass off to get because I was just ready to work. I was just ready to get at it and just go. And so I, I stuck around Chicago for a couple of years and I roomed my friends from college and, you know, whole nine yards. And I was auditioning like crazy. I was getting gigs right off the bat as soon as I got out of college. And I just didn't stop. I didn't stop for a good couple of years. And I was just like one thing after another. I found something. I found something. To, to make me able to be a, a like a working actor instead of having to take up a side job or uh, be a server, which I mean, every fucking actor hates being a server. So um, yeah. And I kind of did that in Chicago for a bit and just really did theater. And I was just over it after a while. I, I liked the city. I enjoyed it, but I was, I, I just, I felt like I was out of place. I felt like I needed to grow up a little bit. I feel like I needed to leave because I had been, I I was born in Ohio. I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. I lived in Chicago. So I was like, I was a Midwestern person my whole life. And then my dad is originally from Texas. He's from Brownwood and he was working down here. He has jobs down here. And I knew an actor down here who does voiceover for anime. He does, he's in my hero academia. He's done a lot of, lot of great anime and films and everything and he was like dude there's a market down here and i didn't want to go out to la yet because i i mean me coming from chicago wasn't ready to go there yet so i i wanted to go to dallas and i heard there was a lot of film there's voiceover and everything and i was able to find like a you know i, I was able to find a theater gig because another thing is i i have a lot of experience from uh, in stage combat and stunt stuff. Cause at my college, they had a stage combat minor where you're able to certify in the society of American fight directors in like eight or nine different weapons, any kind of sword, shield, firearms, unarmed, all that stuff. And they taught us stunt stuff and you know, like forward rolls, dive rolls, any kind of stunt stuff that you can use as to your potential. So I had landed uh, a gig at six flags over Texas and I was a cowboy Western gunfighter. That's kind of how I started off down here. And that was like my, that was the one thing I came down here for. Cause I wanted, you know, work outside of Chicago. And I thought this was going to be the gig that I was just going to stay here. And then I would go back to Chicago or something like that in my young mind. That's what I thought. But then I met the love of my life. I met my girlfriend down here and then I kind of, and then COVID happened. And then we were, we moved in together during the time. And last year was very much like I had didn't realize that I had been working like constantly since 2020. And then once 2020 happened, all of it went away. I had all these gigs lined up and I was like, I am ready to start my year. I'm going to make my name down here. And then I just, all of it got taken away from me. 
And I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I went into a huge depression and I was like, I didn't do anything. I was stuck at home. I was on unemployment, all of that shit. But it, 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 it taught me to slow down because this business is a monster. And sometimes you have to learn to just take time for yourself and just being able to just live in your own life and appreciate the things around you that isn't your career. So that, that happened. And once things started opening up down here in Texas, then I just went at it again. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I feel like I'm, I have a new sense of confidence and I'm, I want to take this to the next level. So for what the future I feel holds is I just, now that I have this movie under my belt and now that I have like some connections within the film industry, I want to get more into film and I want to learn the film business more and, and like, you know, just how it all works and the meeting people, connections, all that stuff. So I'd say that's the next step for me and getting an agent, which, you know, every actor wants, but that's, yeah, I'd say that's the, what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. And Art, how about you? What's, what's the question, J.O.? <laughs> is that um, your, your career is, has uh, trucked on quite successfully. But, you know, like you said, you were born in the 70s. You're actually a little bit older than I am, which is awesome because I'm usually the oldest one on the show. Um, but... Uh, where, how did it kick off for you? Like, where, what? I mean, where did you get the bug? How did you uh, start in this? I mean, with the success you've had, but it's taken a long time and uh, a lot of hard work. I'm just kind of curious what made you dive into uh, this, you know, this this kind of journey that not many people take. You know, I always kind of had like an artistic inkling uh, since I was young, um, and. Uh, it was, it was probably one of the reasons why I started rebelling when I hit my teen years because I had this this certain energy that I, that I, I kind of wanted to uh, to express but I, I couldn't find the right medium for it so I would I would you know do stuff to to, to draw attention to myself I would disrupt class I would uh, you know kind of do class clown stuff what have you and uh, ended up getting uh, kicked out of public school and uh, being sent to military school. Uh, looking back, the best place for me to have been, like at that point in my life, would probably be uh, like a performing arts school where you could really delve into it and uh, and, and kind of explore it and train it. Um, but uh, but nobody could recognize that, so I ended up going into like the opposite, which was a very uh, disciplined military school uh, environment. Um, and uh, it wasn't until my, my senior year of college, I, I took my first, no, it was uh, in between my junior and senior year. I, I was making up some credits and uh, I was able to, to, I was fortunate enough to be able to take some classes at the University of Hawaii. And I took two classes there to, to make up credits uh, that, that were phenomenal. One was an intro to acting class, and the other was an intercultural communication class, which was fascinating because it was in Hawaii, and, and you know, being of Asian descent, you know, it's got the, the Asian kind of uh, influence there. Um, but the intro to acting class was, was, was just very, very uh, eye-opening. And um, 
You know, I, I kind of, I, I liked the energy. I enjoyed being in that little dark room with other people who, who are willing to go to these places and do these things that most normal people don't have the desire to do. You know, like, like we pretend to be other people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> say lines that other people write, you know, and then we, we go into these imaginary worlds, you know, and that, that's, you know, not something everybody does, but for the people who, who really, you know, gravitate to it and, and, and want to express yourselves like that, it's, uh, it's, it's nice, and it's nice to be uh, in that kind of community. Um, so I, 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 I took my first class there. I took another one my senior year. Uh, I was at Boston College. And then uh, I kind of knew that I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to pursue it. Uh, but I wasn't ready, you know. I, and there were some other things that I needed to do. So I, uh, I moved overseas. I lived out in Asia for a while, uh, about six years. And, uh, you know, I read plays and, uh, you know, worked out there. And uh, was it until about 2002, uh, I made the move to California, uh, did some other things for about two years. And uh, in 2004, I moved closer to, to LA. Uh, I moved to a little suburb south of uh, Pasadena called Alhambra and uh, started taking classes at the East West Players Theater. Um, it's like the premier Asian American theater in the country. Uh, George Takei is on the board, Sulu from Star Trek, you know. Nice. And, uh, you know, Mako was one of the founding members. And um, studied there for about a year, or a year and a half. And and it was weird. My, my career started off really fast. Uh, so it was 2002, 2005, I saw a posting for an open call for a Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, he was looking for extras for, for a movie he did called Letters from Iwo Jima. And nice, nice. For, for, uh, <laughs> Clint, because he, he, he wanted to cast people of Japanese descent, even to be the extras. He wanted to make it as authentic as possible. Uh, but, you know, I went to the open call and, and I was lucky that they, they, they kind of needed more guys. So they, they kind of just chose everyone in the age range that could pass through and, and they brought us all out. And I ended up doing like a, about a month as a, as a featured extra on that. He took us out to like, like Barstow and up in Santa Clarita. And, uh, and it was just, you know, this Clint Eastwood set you know and you can see him walking around and stuff and and uh you know he would direct some of the scenes with, with the, well, all of the scenes but he would directly direct us like sometimes and stuff you know and uh and i got my sad card off of that so uh you know within within three years i i, I got my sad card and then did a, a bunch of other things i was i was a server <laughs> doing <it. laughs> yeah gotta do it and in 2008, uh, through the same theater company, East West, I saw a posting for a movie called Crank High Voltage. It was this random casting call there. It's like a, a Jason Statham movie. And I'm like, what is it doing here? You know? uh, and I, I, I sent in my picks. Well, it turns out that the two directors of that were kind of 
these crazy guys, uh, Brian Taylor and Mark Nevaldeen. Um, and, and they had done the, the first crank with Statham and, and, and they had done you know, a few other action movies after that. And, uh, and, uh, they, they just couldn't find their, their guy. They were looking for this Asian gangster guy. <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, I, I was kind of doing a lot of gangster stuff. <laughs> like, the, like the beginning of my career, I played gangsters, uh, a pirate and uh, and a soldier, you know. Yeah, you were in the Pirates of the Caribbean, one of them those movies, right? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. was an extra in, in uh, Pirates of uh, the Caribbean at World's End. Pirates yeah, yeah. Get that's, out. that's another story altogether. That's <laughs> phenomenal. If if uh, I don't, if we don't see you in the film adaptation of Watch Dogs, then I'm going to be sorely disappointed. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I do it, I do it. Um, but uh, so I, I, I ended up getting this role. You know, they 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 called me the next day. They I know they're like coming for the audition, and I went in, and I, I it was like the best audition of my life. I killed it during the first one, and I, I they, they called me immediately for the callback, and I went in and did some weird stuff during the audition. They were like mixing the lines in, in Mandarin and, and, and English. And I had studied Mandarin in Taiwan. So that's how I, I knew some Mandarin. And, uh, you know, kind of kind of pulled that off. It was like the, the best audition I'd ever done and ended up getting the part. And I thought that, uh, I thought I was launched. I thought I was, that was, that was my big break. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I was in, you know, in, in the game for, Five six years, I'm I'm doing an action movie opposite Jason Statham, you know, and uh, you know from there I was able to to get some more opportunities, but I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for for any of it. I wasn't. I didn't have enough training. I wasn't mentally ready. I wasn't mentally mature enough. And uh, yeah, I was going into these auditions. I'm, I was going into like these Disney auditions and Nickelodeon auditions. And, you know, I'm like, man, I don't want to be doing this shit, man. I'm, not, I'm fucking, I need to, I need to be doing gritty, independent dramas of Sundance shit. You know, I need to be getting my Daniel Day Lewis sign stuff. Man, it's going to be Disney auditions, man. Come on now. And uh, going on commercial audition, I'm like, man, I don't need this stuff, man. Come on, I'm a serious actor. I need to be be moving on with the with the big stuff, you know. And uh, I was having some issues personally. Just uh, I was having some substance issues and all that, you know. And and uh, and all that kind of came to a head. And I had some had some stuff. Got into a car accident, and it kind of derailed my my career for a little bit. Uh, but luckily, during that period, the past few years, you know, after that, I, I was able to get this uh, movie franchise called the FP, and that's kept me busy over the years. You know, it, it's turned into a, a, a tiny cult classic. Uh, so there's, you know, there's, there's a few fans out there, a few hundred, maybe, maybe, maybe a thousand. But they've been very, very supportive of it, you know, and... and uh, they, they, they kind of helped fund the, the second one, and, and we just did a third and a fourth one for the pandemic. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of kept me kind of in the game over the years. And, uh, you know, just kind of uh, coming out of the big cloud of, of the pandemic now, it's just uh, 
I feel lucky to have come out of that in, in pretty good shape. And um, this is this has been a blessing. You know, it was a really, really great project to work on. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed the character and, 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 and working with all of you. And, and you know, the, uh, the fact that we won is fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I feel I feel OK. I feel positive moving forward. I'm, uh, you know, doing uh, some stuff uh, uh, with, with, with one of the producers. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an open mind, you know, so. Uh, whatever comes next, uh, I'll just you know try to be humble and bring whatever I can to it. You know, whatever I What you're saying is, you're gonna take Olaf's cousin in Frozen Three. Gosh, I feel like I should have been a lot more like personal about my story now after all, like, all that art. <laughs> I was like, they don't care about this kind of crap. I'm just going to not even include that. <laughs> you'll, you'll learn that in time, Katarina. <laughs> <laughs> you You're very fresh. And uh, it's, it's an experience game. It really is. It's mm-hmm. like going through the ups and downs. And yeah, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's, 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 there's a lot to learn. And there are times where like you get like you, you're auditioning for a shit ton of stuff and nobody's giving you a yes. And then it takes Mm -hmm. that one. Yes. And then you're like, okay, everything's all right. (laughs) You know, Uh, Eugene, (laughs) that's pretty much what happened already. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, and Gabriel, Gabriel, how about about you, you uh, kicking off this career? What got you into it? This, this wild, crazy ride. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of funny. I uh, so I actually got started in high school uh, doing one act plays, UIL, um, and it's funny because uh, it was actually a girl that I was interested in. Was like, "Hey, I'm putting you." And I was like, "Nah, I'm, you know, I don't do that," and. Uh, and lo and behold, I went to audition. I did, did my thing, and uh, I didn't get the part. And I was like, like, I'm not going to do this. Like, you know? So my, my first instinct was, I'm going to go to the audition or go to the first rehearsal and just tell the director it's not my thing. Well, I go to the rehearsal, and the lead – and the and like the the like the guy who was like behind him who was like gonna play his role if he couldn't, they both just didn't show up. And so she looked at me and was like, "Hey, do you want to play the role of Hades in uh, Persephone?" And I was like, "Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. No pun intended." <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, I, I uh, did my thing. Uh, and then decided I wanted to go to college for it. Went to Texas, uh, went to Grayson College, which is like a small community college. Um, and then I went to Texas A&M Corpus Christi, uh, study acting, directing. And then um, uh, right, like right before my senior year, I did a film called The Man from Mars uh, that won the Louisiana Film Prize. I don't know if you've ever heard of that film festival. Uh, but at the time you could win $50,000. Uh, so it was like a huge thing, huge ordeal. 
Um, I even got a VIP pass and they had unlimited drinks alcohol wise. <laughs> and I was like, I've never been able to just drink as much as I wanted for like no money. So I was like, heck yeah, man, let's do it. Uh, we ended up winning and, uh, that's when I kind of honed in. I was like, Hey, I kind of want to do this, uh, film work. I want to be more on film television. Um, acting was just my thing. And then, uh, I did some acting stuff here and there in Dallas, did some short films and then decided I wanted to go to LA. Uh, and then I was there for three years, had an agent manager, uh, was doing a lot of improv stuff. I was in the comedy scene. Um, but, but then, uh, COVID hit and, uh, it shut down everything. And, uh, so I came back home and, uh, I was kind of bummed out, honestly. Uh, like Art said, there's a lot of highs and lows in, uh, in the career, you know, in this career, uh, you get a lot of no's, a lot of no's Mm -hmm. and then even more no's, uh, and it takes that one person to say yes. Uh, but yeah and then we're here where i am now and uh yeah it's been it's been a wild ride for sure awesome fantastic so i know that uh i know that um johnny had had a few things that he wanted to to ask you all as well and um but one thing that i've noticed while we're while we're talking about this i just want to jump into it and johnny can pick it up after this is Mm -hmm. every single one of you as it were it were all of us really, because Week in Horror itself, this podcast was kind of you know born and found its legs through the pandemic, you know, and uh, every single one of you was affected by this thing, and just having to adapt and deal with the things and you know, and coming through it on the other side. Because to be frank, I've know a lot of people in this industry who legit they didn't make. I mean, they they're around, but their careers just didn't make it. You know, you lose you lose you know momentum things just drop off the planet. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of like, you, you, you say you got to work, you know? So you go and you find your nine to five or you go to find something. Then, you know, things happen. One thing leads to the other. And all of a sudden you can't get out of that. And then what could have been is now what once was. Mm-hmm. And to see that all four of you punched through this thing, you know, grown from it, adapted to, you know, adapted to, you know, like it really to jump back into your careers and not, you know, it, to to, uh, to come from it from, uh, from a, in a positive place that is outstanding because it didn't happen to a lot of people it really really didn't so oh, yeah, the, I, I, I have had so many friends who like were working like crazy at like acting wise before the pandemic and once pandemic hit like I think almost most of them don't work anymore because they're all just focused on their jobs or life you know it's crazy it's so easy to sink into that you get you get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what happens. That's that's Minnesota in a nutshell. Just everyone up there is just why wow, this is comfortable. And I was like, no, I want more in life. So I mm-hmm. moved down here to get into acting and stuff. You know, and I'm um, just a pause. It may be that we we hear so many no's, and I cannot list the no's that I've heard. Especially, I mean, I, I've gotten no's after I've gotten like three callbacks on a thing, and that just mm-hmm. is like, a, that's just a hit in the stomach. We just you know, you, uh, one process, I was going down to Houston, like every day I would go down to Houston, come back to Dallas to go to work, go down to Houston. I thought, cool. I, and I thought, I thought I had it in the bag. Didn't get it at the last minute. And that just, and you, you That's hear so word. many, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you hear so many that occasionally a lot of these individuals who had, who, you know, their, their careers were burgeoning or they were or they had good momentum. All of a sudden the pandemic hits and you start weighing things like Eugene was saying, you get comfortable, you get your nine to five, you got your paychecks coming in. It's taking care of your bills. You're comfortable. And man, it is so much better than not hearing no every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you kind of weigh that. And, and I mean, I'm not going to say that it separates the wheat from the chaff in that, but to have the the motivation, to have the drive, to push through that, I think is what separates, you know, those who, to be honest, to be fit, to be, you know, to be frank, those who are meant to be in this industry and those who are not. And mm-hmm. kudos to every single one of you for coming through this in, in, in better places than you, than you were, which is now you used your time wisely. And now here you are award-winning cast of this little short film who knows where it's going to go in the future. So congratulations to you guys on that one. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Johnny, I know that you had something. I don't want to. Uh, you know, really, you actually, you kind of got all the questions I was going to ask wrapped up in there. I mean, I knew we were going to keep this one a little quicker. Uh, you know, really, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> JL took all my questions. <laughs> uh, Apologies. No, no, no. no. Great. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, Did you're Eugene good. have any? <laughs> He'll let us know in half hour. Yeah, he'll let us know in half hour. We're all we're all asleep. He'll call us and we're all asleep. And I got some questions. Well, I would like to ask uh, for the future. Um, see, he's just he's just now hearing it. So, uh, but for uh, for the future, uh, you hope you know, like I mean, obviously, there's things that could come out of nail gun. But for your careers, I'm kind of curious, like something that you'd like to do, somebody that you'd like to work with, what you hope to to wrestle, or anything you'd like to accomplish. I'd love to hear it from you, uh, from y'all, uh, Katarina. What do you? Th- At this point, I I just want to give everything a try. You know, I don't know if I'm if I want to focus on TV or movies or you know, voice acting, just, I just want to try anything. I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I prefer playing the villain, if I prefer playing the victim, if I want to play the hero, I'm just, I just want to try it all and then just sort out like, okay, well, I didn't really like this role. Maybe, maybe not focus on those roles, maybe focus on, you know, it's just, my world has just like opened and it's just, it's overwhelming. (laughs) You know, I, I just want to do anything I can to awesome. pursue awesome. father. And Dylan, how about you? Yeah, uh, I want to continue with the film thing for a little while. Uh, and, it, you know, what's what's really cool about Rack Focus is you just meet all different kinds of film people in DFW. And what was fun about it, especially with Nailgun being as successful as it was, I had like so many film people coming up to me being like, Oh yeah, I want to work with you. Here's my contact information. Here's that. Like Ty was like, I want to work with you on something. And Jason Zimmerman was like, Hey, here, let me get your contact. info. I've got some projects and I'm like, okay, cool. So people like actually want to work with me. So, mm-hmm. which is fun. To, it's, 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 yeah, it feels great when other people see your work and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this or whatever. And I'm kind of like, hell yeah, man. Like I'm going balls to the wall for it. Like, let's, let's go. And, um yeah and and i don't really know what genre or what kind of type of film i want to go into quite yet but kind of like what katarina was saying just kind of do whatever and whatever whatever comes at at me and you know and just if i if i feel good about it i'm like yeah yeah i i want to jump into this and if not you know 
on to the next thing. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah. So a lot of good things, and especially like this past week, like week, I was like auditioning for like five different things. I sent in commercial theater and film feature and I just didn't hear anything. I was like, fuck being an actor, man. This is something. <laughs> <laughs> it totally <laughs> does. And then my girlfriend's little brother's about to go to theater school and I'm like, don't fucking do it, dude. Don't, don't do it, man. <laughs> but, it's not worth but, it. Yeah, but then after Nailgun, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's, there There are good things. And then, and, you know, after, after all the connections that happened, I'm like, things are looking okay right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. payoffs are the payoffs are good, definitely. Always. Yeah. That yeah. that feeling when someone asks for an autograph or a photo with you is just like, oh yeah, I'm just like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> and how about you, Art? Where do you see it going, or anything you particularly you hope to accomplish or do? We just said he's going to play Olaf's cousin in Frozen Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Um, you know, when I started, I. I I thought I was going to be a gigantic movie star. That was back before movies were, uh, were, were you know, the, the higher tier as opposed to, say, television content and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, people in the movies didn't do TV, you know? And, and, uh, and I thought I was going to be huge. And it was just a, a gigantic uh, ego thing that uh that uh over the years and a lot of personal mistakes and a lot of personal struggles in my own life you you kind of get humbled along the way you know and um you know that 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 that's not anywhere near my my goals are artistically and creatively anymore you know i you know you say you get on a tv show get on a you know a netflix show or something i'm, I'm not even gunning towards that you know it's i i just I, I would just with acting i would just like to do good projects projects that allow me to stretch you know a little bit stuff that challenges me a little bit uh lets me show something that's not traditionally displayed perhaps in in traditional media you know someone of my 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 casting type you know, and, 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 and nail gun was a good example of that. You know, you don't you don't you don't see that type of stuff in, in, in American media, you know, and, and content, you know, that uh you know, and it was it was you know, it was a very kind of open minded approach to the project and, and I appreciate that. And um, you know, just just good stuff that allows me to to display things and show things that that, that perhaps aren't traditionally represented. Uh in, in you know entertainment and content. Awesome. And yeah, you are right. This uh if one thing this could this is a humbling uh career. I can tell you that I mean I agree with you on that one. It's been humbling to me. It taught me so many difficult life lessons, especially when I first started out because I when I got out of uh acting school I graduated from uh, Kim Dawson uh conservatory and oh, no kidding. Was, yeah and I was uh, I was signed with Kim Dawson for a while and yeah, they were sending me on stuff like, I mean, you look at me. I mean, this is pretty much my look. I had a shorter goatee at the time, but, you know, this is my look. And they're sending me to, like, audition for, like, to- like you know, for toilet paper commercials. And I'm like, really? You want, well, you yeah. want this? You want this selling you toilet paper? It's like, no. You know, I'm like, I look like I, 
I look like I use pine cones to wipe back there. So I was like, this well, isn't going to work. The, you saw the Charmin Ultra, like the Bears commercial, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> so, so, you know, it, it's it's difficult. And, we, you know, we end up – What I, I there have been people telling me, oh, I want to get into this. I want to get into this. And I was like, dude, man, you have no idea. You have no idea that you know, what you know, one it's going to teach you, and two it's going to it's going to take the absolute piss out of you, mm-hmm. and just like it did, just like it's done all of us, and you really find out. It's like, yo, I want to go to film school, and I was like, no, you really don't want to go to film school. No. Really think about what you're doing. <laughs> but no, yeah, but I, I, I've gotten to the point, Jo, where you know, in the past, like a commercial that you were just describing, or, or some type of commercial that. That that you you wouldn't look at it as 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 something that you would want to do, or you don't feel other people would would see you doing that. Mm-hmm. But I, I I've gotten to a point now where it's 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 I'm I'm grateful to get to the point where I, I'm not limiting it, mm-hmm. where you realize that that is a, an opportunity and that's something that you know uh, it, 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 there's no shame in going after something. Uh, that you may not think you're not suitable for, but but to just do the best job that you can, you know, with, with the mm-hmm. with, you know, with the process, with with auditioning for, with trying to hustle, or what, whatever maybe you're doing the role, you know, just just something about this this industry and as as artists, you know, it's it's an interesting thing because you're essentially competing against yourself, you know, and you want to bring the best version of yourself and if you can do that consistently and figure out your process and and how to how to how to express yourself and 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 to be the best that you can that, that's all you can ask for because there's so many other elements that are not in your control you can only control what what you do and, and your character and yes what is your one of the one of the hardest lessons I learned because you know when I was fresh out it was 2003 I was a fresh graduate I was going out you know I walked out the door with an agent and I was represented and then I got my first uh, paying theater gig and was like oh man this is this is going and then you know you it, like I said it your your ego will take some blows it'll take some serious hits and you learn some really difficult life lessons along the way if you're not prepped for those and I wish somebody had prepped me for that you know to really prep me for that and so it's the best advice so we can get you know yeah, I mean. Now it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for every opportunity we've gotten. If I hadn't learned the lessons then, then what we're doing now here would never have existed because my mm-hmm. ego would have gotten in the way and I would have been, you know, blah, 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 whatever like that. So, yeah, it's it's it, it, it'll take you there. And Gabriel, you know, yes. hope for the future, man. What do you what do you what are you aiming at? Man, I'm a I'm a sci fi nut. So I love Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, that type of genre, like. I mean, I want to get in something like that. Game of Thrones, like, that's just like, if I can get on a TV show that goes 10 seasons, I'll be set for life. (laughs) You know, and um, that's just what I want to do, man. That's the dream. That's the dream is to do what I love for the rest of my life. And uh, uh, I get asked a lot, you know, because I do a lot of different things, writing, producing, directing. And people are like, you know, what do you want to do? And I'm always like, I want to be an actor. You know, that's my that's my uh, number one goal. Um, I would love to be in a Quentin Tarantino film, even though I think this is going to be his last one. Uh, he's been he's been saying that for a while. Uh, <laughs> <every> movie, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, Martin Scorsese. I'd love to work with Tim Roth. That's one of my favorite actors right now. Um, 
And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I said, it's just, it, it's the dream, you know, is to be able to not work, a, like Dylan said, a, a serving job or a bartending job uh, on the side and just being able to do this full time, mm-hmm. I think would just be the dream, really. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it is a journey and uh, we each take it in our own pace. And like, you know, on occasion, you know, we get, all get to come together as they talk. You know, a lot of people talk about how big this industry is. A lot of people involved in it. You know, obviously, there's a lot of people in the unions, um, but it really is. This family is much smaller than I think a lot of people anticipate that a lot of you know, a vast majority of us. We all know each other. We've all worked together. You know, I just I was finding out that, Art, you know, Brian. Brian knows Eugene. I met Eugene through Brian. I just, you know, Dylan was saying that he has a friend who does voice work for Funimation. I do voice work for Funimation uh, here in, you know, here in Dallas. So, I mean, so I most likely know that person. And that's just the way it goes. we find out just how small and insular this mm-hmm. this family right. My acting mentor also does voice work at Funimation. There you yeah. go. So it's, it's, uh, it's wild how small it really is. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, this is this is I have to tell this. So when we when I first got cast for Nailgun, I uh, was I always do the thing where if I'm in a project, I look him up on Facebook, being like, "Ooh, what mutual friends do we have?" And I saw Gabriel <laughs> and my my old roommate from Chicago. She, uh, her boyfriend, and then two other friends that had moved from Texas up to Chicago. We all became friends. We all like did some projects together. They were all combat stunt people. And then, sure enough, they all fucking went to school with Gabriel, and they're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Small like, oh, world. Man. It's, it's crazy, right? And I mean, yeah. what was it? What was it? Uh, when we started, when we started this podcast, come to find out, the uh, my other co-host uh, Alex, who I was a coworker of mine for over six years at our last jobs. Um, we worked together for others. How we knew each other turns out he is a had a friend who knows Johnny. Mm. Wow. Yeah, we played in the same band. And they played the wow. same band, so cool. it's like, so I mean, I feel left so out. <laughs> <laughs> this business is so small. Yes, yeah, you'll run in, you'll run into people. I, I know, but uh, I want to thank you guys. This has been absolutely amazing. Katarina, thank you. Dylan, thank you. Art, thank, thank you. Man. Gabriel, thank you. And of course, to Eugene, who directed this stellar cast in producing this short film. Congratulations! Round of applause to all of you yeah. guys. Uh, thank you, Eugene, for taking a chance on all of us. Thank you, everybody. So, uh, and uh, thank you so much for taking time again for this quick little thing, this little after dark session. I know that our listeners will absolutely love getting to know each of you. Um, so, once again, from the bottom of my heart, you guys have just made my night, made our night. The show uh, is just blessed for having you guys on it. So, thank you again. JL, Johnny, Eugene, thank you guys so much. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. Never give up on your dreams, guys. Yeah. Can't stop now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm doing it. Let's make this easy. (laughs) Right. This is it. All right. Well, thank you all very much. And thank you to our listeners for checking us out. Another After Dark session joining us, the cast of Nail Gun. We hope you all enjoyed it. Please check out their social media feeds. You can find those listed in the original episode that they appeared on. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you next month. And as always, stay scared.